World Cup time. East Sodi joins the broadcast now as we look toward the Irish game, which has just taken a whole lot of weight on its shoulders, has it not, Ish? You know what you've got to do now. You've got to win. If you don't, well, well, how are you feeling about that? And welcome. Oh, no, cheers. Cheers for having me. That's, that's exactly right. You know, I think... Um with the nature of this group, with three three teams on five points, it's you know proved to be a very tight group. Um, I think four out of the six teams are vying for a spot in the semi-finals, and so you know playing against Ireland is going to be a really important game for us. It's pretty much a you know a type of quarter-final, I'd say. Um, and the Irish can be a pretty niggly team, so we're going to have to be on. Well, you've played the Irish, and they played pretty well earlier on in the season. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to go over and play in Ireland um, in the T20 series, and I got to play an ODI there as well. And they, they definitely posed a lot of threats. Um, they had a lot of players, I guess, because, you know, you don't play against some of these players a lot. So there's a lot of surprises out in the field and you have to be quite instinctive. But I guess we've played them already earlier this year. We know what some of their players can do and what they've done in this tournament so far. So, you know, we'll try to have a look at that, um, go through the data as we usually do with, with all games and um, and try to play our best game of cricket because, you know, with a team like Ireland, that they come, they're very passionate, um, we've got some really talented players and so they're definitely going to be quite challenging on the day and we're just going to have to play really well. Yeah, well they rolled the English and of course the English managed to roll you guys. What do you take out of that English experience that you need to readdress, that you need to look toward Ireland for? What was a 20-run defeat? Probably not the finest day at the office under the high ball, but what else did you pick up out of that fixture, Ish? Yeah, I think it's really important to look back at the fixture that Ireland and England played. Um, I think Ireland were really, really dominant with the ball early on. The ball was swinging around where, where this game that we're playing in Adelaide, I think, is a day game. But um, I don't know if swing's going to play a major role. It's just about figuring out whether, I guess, it's going to be a fast and pacey wicket or if, whether it's slow and low. Like, the wicket we played on against England in the last game was a little bit slower than perhaps what we expected to play in Aussie. Um and in a 20-run loss, I think, you know, on paper looks like a pretty big defeat, but I don't think we were that far off. If, um, you know, we could have could have held them off 10, 10 15 runs shorter, um, I think we would have been right in the game. Watching it, it was a frustrating kind of fixture to watch. I expect reasonably frustrating to play in. You, you were there or thereabouts, but never quite got over the line. It was a feeling like you're almost always chasing your tail. Is, is that fair or not? No, I think that's exactly how it felt out there. I think um, with the early partnerships, so a lot of things went their way early on. I think, you know, early in the first over, Trent Bolt, um, you know, got a French cut off, off Alex Hales and it's just missed the leg stump by a kitten's whisker. And if that hits the stumps, then, you know, we're not not so much chasing our tail anymore. But 10 overs in without having lost a wicket, I think it's really tough for, for a bowling team to be able to control the run rate. Um, of the batting side and I, I do think though at one stage they looked like they were going to get 190, 200 runs and so pegging them back to a score of about you know one, just under 180 I think overall with the start they had was a good job but I still think it was slightly above par for that wicket Kane Williamson is always under the pump unless he scores a million runs um, at uh, 200 he was 40 runs uh, a runner ball right the way through how's he feeling about his contribution Oh, look, I haven't really spoken to him personally about it, but I think if we look across the two games so far, um, we've had two really significant partnerships that have been able to help us win games or come close to winning games. And one was with Daryl and GP in the game against Sri Lanka where Daryl was going at about, you know, just, just under a runner ball and, and it allowed GP to play the way that he was at the other end. And I think that was the same in the last game where England, I think, bowled really well with their matchups to that short boundary. Um, that partnership was really crucial to give us a chance to win the game. And I suppose when you're chasing a score like 180 in those conditions and you need, you know, at some stage, 11 and a halves 
off the last five overs. I think that's a pretty good position to be able to win games in. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we get into that situation again and be able to be on the winning side. So I think overall the partnership between Kane and, and Glenn was a really important partnership and, and they both played their roles really well. Ish Sodi joining us here on News Talk ZB. Ish, have you been pelted with rotten tomatoes by the Australian cricket fans? I must hate you guys right now. <laughs> oh, no, I've got, got, got a few words uh, thrown at us at the ECG in that first game. Um, but it's, all, it's always part and parcel of being over here. But it's been surprising how many Kiwis are in the stands, especially in Brisbane against the English in our last game. It was really busy, and um, you know, during the welcoming ceremony, we had a few, a few, I guess, head honchos of Brisbane come out and let us know how many Kiwis actually live in Brisbane. So, now it's been great to see a lot of the Kiwi support as well as some of the old, the old rivalry with the with the guys out there. No, no rotten tomatoes. You know, you get the odd odd budgie smuggler in there, but no rotten tomatoes just yet. What about your own form, Ace? You happy enough with what you're doing out there? Oh yeah, you know, you always want to be able to contribute more, and, and I suppose you you're a lot more critical on yourself when I guess you come up on the losing side. But, but you know, I just want to keep keep playing that aggressive role through the middle like I have been trying to do and, and trying to make them play good shots off my best balls. And, and I think these days, with batters being so 360, it's about just sort of, I guess, simplifying your lengths and, and just trying to be more proactive as opposed to being defensive and reactive. And from what you've seen around the traps and the games that have been completed, uh, any team in particular raise your eyebrows with what they're doing out there? I, th- I think, you know, most of the time in, in our tournament so far, we've just paid you know most of our attention to our group. But if you look across the other group where India's been playing some really good cricket, um, I th- think they're going to be a, a strong contender for getting through to the semis and, and maybe further on as well. And I think um, in our group, it's, it's England and Australia, I think, are the really big teams that, you know, all... Even though they lost a couple of games early on in the tournament, they're still vying for their semi-final spot. So it shows these teams, you know, they, they know how to play in crunch moments and, and three teams being on five points going into their last games. I think it's going to be, obviously our game's really important, but it's going to be important for the others as well.